0: What is up, everybody? Joe Sib here with my co-host. Anaya Boak. Rad Parenting, starting now. Boom. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Buckle up. Buckle up. A lot, of, uh, a lot of code words, or not even code words. I, use, I, I like to say in the world of, because um, I do a lot of radio, mm-hmm. and I remember when I first started going on the air, mm-hmm. it was on Indy one oh three one in Los Angeles. Such an awesome station. Steve Jones from the Sex Pistols. He was on there. Dickie Bear from the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Dave Navarro from uh, wow. Jane's Addiction. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then me. And he then sta- you? Yeah. He Joseph. Started, yeah. He started to say, what's wrong with this picture? Circle the person that doesn't belong. <laughs> you no. Know. Remember McDonald's when they would give you the tray and it would. there was a game that would say, circle uh-huh. the thing that doesn't belong. Yeah. I felt, I felt like I was... <laughs> <laughs> that particular cartoon in the McDonald's. You're thing. great on the radio. Ah, thank you very much. Yeah. But one of the things I've learned is you have these words they call crutch words. Mhm. Yep. And one of ours is buckle up. The word stoked, I say that a mm-hmm. lot. And we always, yeah, uh, and and it was funny because when I stop you stop saying those words. And, and it's weird because you listen back and you're like, oh, wow, like I can actually talk without yeah. using the same word over and over. <laughs> like a lot of times for people like, really? Really? Yeah. You
1: know? I say, you know. You know? Oh. You know? Makes me crazy. Just
0: so you guys know, we never edit these these shows. Mm-hmm. So when you do hear the words, you know, and any of those crutch words. Yeah. This Sorry. is all real. Yep. Uh, as we speak, our new studio is being built, which is going to be in my garage.
1: Which is very exciting.
0: Yeah. I had to ask the guy while he was putting it all together. He said, "You know, what kind of vibe do you want to go for?" And we were going to do drywall, and I don't know anything about construction or uh-huh. any of that stuff. Uh-huh. Thank God, I have the guy that's doing yes. it. You know what his name is? What Stony? For real? His real name is for, his real name is Stony. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. So I have to text the guy back and forth, Stony, and my son's like, "Dad, who's Stony? Like, that's really his name." <laughs> He's such a great guy, nice. such a great guy, but uh, we were in there the other day looking around and I was like, man, you know, we, we got to do something because it's all cinder block and mm-hmm. it started looking like Alcatraz in there. Ah, <laughs> I was like, not the vibe we're going for. not want to go in here. <laughs> She'll be like, what are we doing here? In this? Are you
1: going to let me out of here?
0: Exactly. Starts to go for like the prisoner. Uh, okay. Okay. Today's show is something that recently happened to me over the weekend, and it was a conversation that I heard, and I was a fly on the wall, but because we do this show, I had to go to my phone right away and write it all down. That's so (laughs) bad. Is that bad?
1: People are going to stop letting you in their home. No, look, we always... We we don't (laughs) mention names. We don't... But this is where... Look, this is what makes this so... Um, valuable. And so like real life, we're not dealing with hypotheticals here. We are generally dealing with things that we actually encounter in our lives, either our own parenting or somebody else's. So I think it's awesome.
0: So I uh, texted you right Mm -hmm. away and you hit me back and you're like, that's a great idea. Let's do it next week. So this is basically what, um, I'll set it up this way. I have a teenager, two Mm -hmm. teenagers Mm -hmm. and 13, 15 year old Mm -hmm. boy and girl. Uh, one being in high school, one getting ready to go into seventh grade or in seventh grade, and where where they're at right now is they're developing relationships with boys and girls, and they're dating, and their friends are dating, mm-hmm. and some of the girls, uh, like with my daughter, they they have uh they have relationships that are you know like they're you know like hey this is my boyfriend, mm-hmm. this is my girlfriend, mm-hmm. and the first round of breakups mm. just happened, Oof. and what happened was a mom was talking to my wife and you could just hear in her voice that i don't know what Anguish. to do and yeah. she's going through this yeah. and and what should i say and what should i do and then you know i could kind of uh i was also listening to the dad listen in and talk and mm-hmm. kind of his two cents and I just felt for them so much. And I also felt for the person that's going through the breakup. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember my first breakup when I was a kid. I remember how it felt like I couldn't breathe. Like, oh, and, yes. it, and no one understood. No one understood. It was my own Romeo and Juliet moment. It mm-hmm. was just so like, this is the end of the world. Yes. And will I ever get out from underneath this yes. dark feeling? Yes. And today, what I wanted to talk to you about was. And and for the for the parents that have toddlers, when you and I were talking going back and forth, you brought up a great idea of how this could. We can also use this example with for parents that have teenagers, but also we can kind of circle back around for the parents that have uh, the young ones right yes, now. Yes, yeah. yes. And I and I love that because I I like I like it when everyone gets to listen to the show and there's something for everyone there. Yeah. One thing I will say is this: I met uh, I met some people recently at one of my shows. I was in. Oh gosh, I want to say like the Ontario improver. No, it wasn't Ontario improv. It's one of the improvs. Might have been up in Ventura and I met a whole group of people and they were like, "We don't have kids, but we listen to your show all the time."
1: No way. Yeah, and I was like,
0: "Wow, well, you don't you don't have kids yet." And they're like, "No, but we're going to, but we oh, still listen to your show." Awesome. So that made me feel good that even though a lot of you know, all we talk about is kids and, and that world that there can be people that will listen. to There's this no show.
1: more important job in your life to prepare for. Yeah. Really.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So with that said, okay. let's dive into the first part of the equation. Is the breakups happened? Mm-hmm. You're a dad. You're a mom. Mm-hmm. Your teenager boy girl has broken up with their the or pe- been broken up and with. Been when bro- it's oh usually gosh. When worse. Yeah. Yeah. How how do you? Where do we start? Right.
1: Okay. So you start with actually where you very naturally started, and that was to tune in to your own memories about how... Because it's our, we have this tendency when we're adults and we're dealing with kids, although we have a deep compassion for our kids, especially as they start to become teenagers so they're like mini adults but annoyingly so or they think they're adults so they want to be adults sometimes and you know kids helpless kids the other but we have to first tune in to our own memories like you did like think back and as much as you might want to go oh come on you're 12 you know or come on you're 15 like won't be the first, or won't be the last this is going to happen more and you know what just you're going to look back on this when you're 25 and laugh nope do n- do not do that and and you won't do it if you stop if step 1 Tune into your own history of like being a teenager and feeling such this intense. I, I mean, it sometimes happens even before the teen years. I can remember being in second grade and having this crazy crush and just being devastated that this boy wouldn't give me the time of day. So that's name, number one. His name? I, I, his first name was Tim. I'll just <laughs> say that. There you go. Yeah. Like I, as if I'd forget. It was intense. I love that. So My um, first crush,
0: second grade, Marna. Marna? Marna. Never met a Marna since.
1: Wrote her name on my ruler.
0: On your... That was a way of like showing your. You know what I used That you to liked do? someone.
1: I played school a lot. This is so not like I obviously wasn't in touch with my inner feminist at all, but I loved playing school and I, I would be the teacher. Funny that I eventually became a teacher, but whichever crush I had at the time, I would make his last name my last name in the game. It was intense. That was like fourth grade. Like, it, it, you know? So, anyway, so tune into your own history and memories uh, and then just be. Available, like, what? Here's, here's what. Here are the don'ts. Let's do the don'ts. Yeah, let's do the don'ts. Don't, don't diminish. Okay. Don't belittle. Don't try to make light of it. These are intense feelings. Just think about you as an adult right now. If you were feeling soul crushing sadness, because that's what they're feeling, um, the last thing you want somebody to do is, oh, come on. Like get over it or it's not a big deal or let's go get ice cream or I mean, maybe you'll get to that, but initially they just want to know that you recognize their pain, that it is a big deal. Can
0: I can I say my my suggestion is? Just sitting and listening, mm-hmm. and don't do what I've done in the past, uh, and try to make it some life learning lesson. Uh-huh. And and one thing I can say too, don't don't make it about yourself. Start talking about your breakup and how you right. went through this because. Uh, th- this is a time that I've learned that you just really need... Like There was a Twilight Zone episode, I don't know if you remember it, where uh, the Twilight Zone movie where th- there was these people in there at the house and they find this room where this girl's staring at the television and she turns around and she has no mouth. Oh, and, I, yes. and I always You're go like, like... Do You, you remember? picture yourself with yeah. no mouth. Yeah, sometimes... Just going
1: to sit here and listen, not going to say yeah. anything.
0: Sometimes with, when you go through these times, I've learned uh, the best thing to do with my kids is just really uh, drop into the moment of, just listening.
1: Right. Yes. And I think that there, there may, if you, if you also are c- continue to listen you know, with your instincts a little bit, there may come a time at some point in the conversation or a subsequent conversation about the same devastating loss that they're experiencing where you might want to say, you know what? I totally get it. Been there. The reason that saying been there is going to be valuable is it's sort of the ultimate affirmation, especially if you don't, you're not like been there, got over it. It's not really, it's not that big a deal. You're going to get through this. Like it's more like, I understand how weighty this feels. And I can also tell you that although it might take a little bit of time, you are going to survive this. And there's so many things that you can learn from this, but it's, it's all... Everything should be affirming of their big feelings, not diminishing. And part of the reason that that's so important Is that
0: is that where though it just comes in because I know a lot of times myself I just want to help and fix everything right away. I'll help you I'll fix you so I start just saying yeah. and talking. So 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 I'm going down the right road by sometimes just just listening. That's right. And just in being fact, there.
1: You should the first the first step should be just listen. Okay. What's going on? I, I you know you can you can talk to me like you know whatever, and remember as a rule of thumb, the earlier you start with setting the tone and the stage for your, you can come to Mommy or daddy and I'm going to be a good listener and I'm not going to be judgmental or reactionary. Um, that might seem like not that big a deal when they're five, eight even maybe 10, but as they start moving into adolescence, when their inclination is to start pulling away, but they still have this really deep need to have the guidance of somebody who loves them as much as their parents do, you will have set the foundation. You'll have set a, uh, you know, kind of a, a norm for coming to you and you want to continue to hold that
0: well, that's where I want to roll into is because it feels like as much as the breakup for the teenager, uh, and uh, and and they're going through that that moment mm-hmm. that you can almost lay the foundation earlier on with your own relationship with your partner. Yep. And in, and in, and in, and I know we talk a lot about it on the show with the way you mirror the the way the two of you mm-hmm. are uh, mm-hmm. together, the modeling and, and mm-hmm. the modeling, and then. Also, can what what other steps can you do while your son or daughter is is you know growing up before they start dating and having the crushes right. that could maybe help them. I don't want to say because it's it's gonna hurt either way. But to get through a a time like this where there is a breakup.
1: Okay. Well, I think I I think what you're getting at, and this is really really important, and it is the work that starts early on. Is so no matter what, a breakup is going to be devastating. There's a few reasons for that. Some just basic human reasons like it hurts. I really care about this person, and this person is going away. You know, it can be our egos so frequently get. The front and center, right, and and it's we take that quote unquote rejection as defining our self worth, right, and so part of um, you know what we can teach our kids early on is that our relationships don't have to define us. Whether somebody likes us or not is not the thing that should define us. Us being conscious about thinking, you know, here's the person that I want to be in the world. You know, if you can say to your your son or daughter, even in their friendships, right? Because in the earlier years, it's usually more about like some devastating thing that happened with their, you know, best friend at school or whatever. And I've been through this a lot with both my girls. My youngest is especially like hypersensitive and very, very uh, verbally communicative about different things she's feeling. And so one of the things I worked on with her and continue to is in her relationships with her girlfriends is being really clear and conscious about what are reasonable expectations for a healthy relationship, friendship initially, eventually romantic relationship, so that they have a good base of reference to go, Okay, it hurts that this person doesn't want to be around me anymore, but I showed up being the person that I wanted to be. I was kind, I was considerate, I was honest, I was helpful, whatever those things are. And him or her not wanting to spend time with me does not mean, does not take away from all of those good things that I was doing. Um, And what's, I think, really important, a little bit more dicey, is that when you have a child who's coming home and repeatedly having hurtful Um, experiences with a friend that you start to help him or her recognize that there might be unhealthy qualities of the relationship. And so that even though it might hurt to not be friends with that person anymore, that might be happening because you are at odds in a way that is not healthy.
0: Man, what a great skill to learn at a young age. It,
1: absolutely. And I think it's why it's so important that we help them navigate their friendships, not being like, well, just don't play with her anymore. You know, And that's hard because as parents, we want to just whisk them away and be like, just don't deal with that. That person is not nice to you. But where it really starts is Put, helping your children to see that they are steering the ship in their relationships. That doesn't mean they don't have to, you know, they can't just act in a bubble and I'm going to do whatever whatever I want. If that person doesn't like it, you know, they can suck it, whatever. It's more that, and this is something that we do in Real Girl, is we actually approach the topic of relationships by saying, first we talk about how to create a healthy, loving relationship with yourself so that you can create healthy, loving relationships with others. The first has to happen in order for the second to happen. And one of the exercises that we have both girls and boys do now with our Real Boy program is we have them create something we call relationship criteria. So with no particular, like not at a sp- especially charged moment, it's great if you do it when kids are young and you kind of repeat it at different stages in their life, you say, write down all the things that would be for you, part of your ideal friendship. What are the things that make you feel good about being friends with so-and-so? And And they're going to probably say things like, well, we have a lot of fun together. We laugh. I feel like she's honest with me, Um, you know, whatever, whatever. And that becomes a really important starting and ending place as they move into romantic relationships, which are usually infinitely more charged, to be able to go, I'm really sad that this has gone away, but I think maybe it's gone away because... We're at odds in a way that is just not healthy. This person, and and this is I'm just going to say, although we see it with boys as well, we especially see it with girls who we tend to socialize to be pleasers, make sure everybody else is happy, and they start taking, they start sucking up things that they shouldn't suck up.
0: I got to ask with uh, television, any of the shows that are out there mm-hmm. that that kids are watching, yep. uh, and you know, even even with teenagers, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, do those, how big of an impact do those Gosh. shows have with say the way that uh, you know, boys and girls are gonna interact with each other and also just with when people start dating. Like mm-hmm. I, I know I, I'm gonna date myself right now, but I just think of the show friends. Yep. You know, like that's such a show that was such a staple for so many.
1: Okay, so s- what what we see modeling is a more potent resource than anything else than even our, unfortunately, it would be lovely if we just sort of tapped into our internal compass. Um, It would be great if we were like just raising super conscious human beings that are totally intact as individuals and can kind of like navigate all this. The reality is we tend to just mimic what we see. And through adolescence, there's this longing to be grown up, and so what many adolescents do is they just start mimicking behavior that they are seeing adults in their world demonstrate, whether it's their parents or it's all the crud that they see in the media with these various shows that they're into that you have to remember, they, they deliberately create these various dramatic scenarios and really bad behavior that's going to create conflict that they're going to resolve by the end of the episode or whatever. And we have to be aware that that is what is informing our kids in terms of how they think that they're supposed to behave. It, it, in fact, it even goes as far as, you know, the, the 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 story that we have played out in fairy tales and then eventually in, you know, rom-coms and, and various sitcoms that, you know, it's a sign that somebody loves us, for example, for girls, if a boy or a man acts with uh, sort of a possessive nature wrong absolutely, absolutely. wrong you a, a girl or a woman is not the property of anyone and so this idea but they girls will fall into that pattern of like oh, I guess he's acting jealous and crazy because he really loves me. Nope, nope, not okay. Not no, okay for him to jealous be just crazy. Yes, exactly. And so these are really important. So, you know, where we're starting with talking about the breakup and that being really intense, there's a bigger conversation and opportunity here that can start for those of you who have like babies or toddlers, you know, modeling in your own relationship and then actively teaching them to become aware of. What's important to you? What makes you feel good when you're, you know, why do you play so well with Becky? But it seems like you're always fighting with Susie, you know, whatever. And helping them to tease that out and figure out what are the things that for me make me feel healthy and safe in a relationship that encourage me to be fully myself. Um, And what are the things that make me feel unsafe, unwanted, uncared for, whatever, because, and then teaching that they steer that. They can decide the relationships that they are involved in or not. They get to pick their friends even though they might have to be in classrooms with people that they don't really get along with, but that they pick their friends and that they always have the ability to make a choice if something feels unhealthy to remove themselves from that situation.
0: All right, recap. So if the breakup happens right Mm -hmm. there, don't diminish it. Don't uh, say, oh, gosh, you'll get over yep. it, all of that. That's for our, yep. our parents number and teenagers. One, That's for all the parents out be there. Be a good that, listener. Be a good listener. Number two.
1: And number three, if, it, if, you, if the opportunity presents itself, feel free to be like, I totally get it. I've been there. I know how big this feels. And you know what? It's probably just going to take time. And then you can also say, but why don't we think of something that would make you feel really good right now? Let's go do that together.
0: And also just throwing in, uh, not trying to make it uh, this teachable moment and this advice yeah. heavy. Don't make it
1: any more heavy than it already is. Don't make is. it about yourself. Yeah. Uh,
0: and then now the the, the last part I want to touch on is just with our children growing up, using these opportunities, mirroring our own relationships yes. in front of them and using the their own relationships as they're younger with their friends so they can learn the skills. So that later on when they do start dating, they understand yeah. uh, and have the tools to hopefully have a successful relationship. Yeah. And in the event, because it will happen when the breakup happens, maybe be able to handle it. Um, it's still gonna hurt. It's still gonna
1: hurt. <laughs> but but they have better tools. And it doesn't have to be annihilating. That's what we don't want, is yeah. we don't want, it's okay to feel the pain because there's a loss or a void. It's a different thing to be like, does this mean that I am not worthy? Does this mean that I'm less valuable because this person doesn't wanna be my friend or doesn't wanna date me anymore?
0: Absolutely. Great episode. I love it that this came out of me totally listening on a conversation I should have been
1: eavesdropping <laughs> dropping on a conversation so with much. a local parent
0: oh my gosh thank you but you know what though thank you for when I texted you saying you know what this would be a great yeah. show to do hey I gotta thank everyone uh, once again for listening to Rad Parenting we are having a blast doing this and we can continue uh, shows like this with all of your ideas and thoughts one of the things that's great about doing this show is you guys drive a lot of the subjects do not hesitate to email us at radparenting at gmail.com any ideas or comments about this show and also any ideas, uh, stuff that you're going through with your own kids, stuff that you're going through Please. with your partner, stuff that you just have on your mind, uh, throw us the topics because a lot of times we'll pick from those mm-hmm. emails and make that the topic of the show. Uh, I want to thank you guys all for listening. Hey, and keep texting. That's right. We've been getting elected. Can I give another book away? I did Sure. I did. Okay, yeah. cool. We're going to give away uh, nine ways that we're screwing up our girls and how we can stop. All you need to do is text the word parenting. To 31 31 31, and you will get, we'll pick a winner out You'll of be entered to, to win. Yeah, you'll be entered to win, and we'll send you Anaya's book. She'll even sign it. I love when you sign it. <laughs> you always write nice <laughs> well, things that's in there. fairly legible. There you go. Yes. All right. Uh, my name is Joe Sib. And Aenea Bo. And we are out of here. Late. Late.